everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and this week, I'm not alone. Joining me at this time is my special guest for this week. It is Jim Boy Star. Hello, Jim. Hey, Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, before we dive into it, um, I, I kind of want to know what... Like, how, what do you know about South Park and, like, if you've watched it a long time or if you watch it on and off? Sure. Okay, so I've watched South Park pretty much at towards the, at the beginning. Uh, I definitely had a few years where I maybe haven't been, haven't paid attention to it as much. Uh, I don't remember when that was, but, like, certain things I don't seem to remember. Mm-hmm. Uh but for the most part, other than those brief periods, um, which when I say brief periods, I'm talking about like, oh, I missed just like three or four episodes and that's it. And I'm back on. Uh, other than that, I've been pretty much up to date. Uh, I don't know if I've seen. Well, no, the latest ones were probably the, the pandemic specials, the right. last ones that I saw. Right. So I am caught up, although you have a task ahead of you because they were renewed for x amount of years yes <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why jim is on is because besides a lot of things we have done over the years several wrestling related podcasts uh we did an entire podcast on pro wrestling theme compilation albums which was a blast mm-hmm. and we also do eliminated a royal rumble podcast which will be back up for a few episodes in the new year right so i figured this would be a good episode for jim to watch because it kind of mixes south park with wwe and more indirectly the absurdity of WWE at times. Mm, right. So the episode that we are going to talk about this week is called WTF. And what does mm. WTF stand for? Well, you guys will find out in a few minutes. Uh, had you seen this episode before? Yes. Okay. When it probably when it first aired. Okay. Well, Then let's dive into this week's episode, WTF. This episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 21st, 2009. God, that seems like an eternity. Um, So the episode begins at Monday Night Raw. Yes, Monday Night Raw, where... John Cena and Edge and a couple of females are in the ring and the guys are there. They're at the show and they're really enjoying it. And even some of the locals are there and you know, it's kind of basically WWE, you know, kind of, you know, melodramatic, but also kind of corny at times. So, so you know what's in one one main thing that I took away from this? I'm only saying it now because I think, you know, it, it might most of my points might be more solid mm-hmm. after I if I say it here uh, is 
it definitely comes across to me that the uh, the the people that wrote this, I, I guess the two, obviously, um, I don't think they, I definitely don't think they watch wrestling. No, I, I don't think so either. I definitely didn't get like, yeah, we're, we're making jokes on something that we know of. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah, that's, I didn't know if you felt the same way or whatnot. Now that, now that you say it, I, I, I kind of do feel that way. I, I think not only Trey Parker, but I think the rest of the writers, there might've been maybe my guess is maybe one or two, but like they, they, they know what it is. And like, even for this first thing of like the scene with edge and John Cena in it, I can see that easily being, um, them saying to one of the writers or even just a friend, like, Hey, um, give me two top guys in, in the wrestling company. Yeah. And they said John Cena and Edge, and they were like, "All right, cool, we'll use that." Yeah, because even, I mean, even look at the way that that first scene is with John Cena and Edge. Has Cena ever been with consistently with a woman on on air? Not that I remember. And Edge, I know at one point and around this time would have been most well known for being with Lita. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that was two thousand six, right? Two thousand nine, but still fresh in people's minds i would say of the lita edge relationship i would i would think so this isn't lita no yeah because i was trying to figure out like who you know because I, I think with the women they just made them generic females in this so but but see that's the and that's the thing what told me that they're they don't really follow it is because even if you you wouldn't make it a generic female though, mm-hmm. because Lita was the person that was with Edge. Yeah, like that was really I think my first clue. Like, all right, I have a feeling and this is just someone that doesn't does the bare minimum of watching, and they just put in their some of their input. Mm-hmm. Like, what what what's a what's a black wrestler that's well known? And then right. we'll talk about that. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so after they leave the arena, Stan is like. We now know our calling in life. Tomorrow, we are going to go to wrestling school. So they go to the gym. There's a wrestling club and there's a coach. And it's kind of weird because I didn't hear the name at first watching it. But after, you know, looking through, it's like, okay, this is the coach's name. And it's Mr. Connors. So... The coach asks Cartman, you know, like, what's your name? And Cartman's like, I am the Red Russian. So he tells Cartman to, you know, to get on the, in the, in the position, the wrestling position, hands and knees. And then he asks for Butter's name. And Butter's just like, I'm Triceratops. Or something like to that. <laughs> right. So he then, you know, gets Butter set up in the position you know, the standard wrestling position. And Cartman gets up and he's like, what is this gay shit? <laughs> right. And then the coach, or yeah, the coach finds out that they, you know, saw WWE and he's like, that's not wrestling. That's fake. This is wrestling. And then the guys are like, screw this. We're getting out of here. And then Butters has this great, great quote of, 
I have a, I have a good mind to tell the authorities on you. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, the very next scene, they have their own backyard wrestling promotion or organization called the Wrestling Takedown Federation or WTF. <laughs> and Cartman even has, and I thought this was kind of funny. Cartman has like a setup for each thing that's supposed to happen. And they even go through it before they do the spots. <clears throat> so Cartman and Jimmy, you know, they start doing their part. Butters is the referee. And this catches some of, you know, the townspeople. And of course, South Park is a lot of rednecks. So they're kind of aiming this at the right group without right. So then we get Stan and Token. And again, this kind of goes back to what you just said, Jim, with, you know, do they really know a black hair, you know, any black wrestlers? Because Token has like the corn roll hair going down. He's got like a chain, like necklace on. <clears throat> and this is really getting these people into it. And we get, you know, to like a bunch of other characters where one of which is Cartman is a woman and she says that she's had abortions. Right. And she's, um, <laughs> she's addicted to abortions. Yes. <laughs> she's addicted to abortions. <laughs> and, then, and then. I think she had 14 abortions. Yes, 14. <laughs> And she's like, like I, I started having it when I was seven. And then there's this great part where it's Cartman and Jimmy again. And Jimmy is like, well, I don't know if you'll, you know, if you pass your test or not. And Cartman's like, well, if I don't, I have a commun I have a backup friend of mine. And it's like, it's El Polo Loco. <laughs> and it's Kenny. And, it, and it's so good the way they do the Kenny's character. Because mm. he tries to speak and the microphone's all messed up. Like, <laughs> and they're really getting, you know, the people into it. So that night at the bar, some of the guys are talking about what they saw. And here's the wrestling coach and he's getting upset about what he's hearing. And he's like, that's not real wrestling. It's scripted. It's fake. This is real wrestling. So he pulls out his phone and, you know, he's showing hit. I guess it's him wrestling. Right. Probably one of his wrestling matches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the guys is like, Take your gay porn out of here. <laughs> so now WTF is starting to become a little bit bigger. The stage has gotten bigger. It looks more like an outdoor theater. Yeah. Which is weird, because isn't it just his backyard still? Yeah, it's still someone's backyard. I think it's Carmen's backyard, yeah, isn't I think, it? I think it is. So they continue to do their stuff. And I even like 
this one, like, it's a small stuff with this episode that I actually like, Jim. Because mm-hmm. some of the fans have glasses of wine in their hands. <laughs> and it's so great. So, during the intermission, Cartman receives a letter. And it's from WWE. And they find out that the president of WWE, Vince McMahon, is going to attend their next show. And I love the guy's reaction. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, now... Part of me was like, what, you know, because I've seen this episode before. Part of me was thinking, how cool would it have been for Vince McMahon to come to see you, you know, as a potential work, you know, potentially get employed? And the other part of me was like, there's no way Vince McMahon attends the possibility of these new wrestlers. Yeah, he's coming. not going to South Park, Colorado. Right. <laughs> Um, or, he, or or if someone has to see someone there, he sends someone else. Exactly. He sends Regal or something down there. Yes. So to basically give a quick, this is how Vince McMahon got into wrestling. Uh, he gets into it at the end of the 1960s. And, I, and I'm using Wikipedia for the help here. Mm. Um, he did not meet his father until he was almost a teenager. And his mother, who at the time of this is still, I, I believe she is still alive, his mother. Um, Vince ends up in the family business. And he wanted to be a wrestler at first, but his dad is like, no, no, there's not a freaking chance. So he becomes an announcer. And then he eventually becomes the play-by-play guy. And no one knows at the time that Vince, you know, is like in a big part of the business in in professional wrestling. And eventually in 1982, Vince and his wife, Linda, buy then the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation. And it doesn't go off right away it takes a little while because once it's like 83 vince has like the complete control and then he starts this whole you know oh i'm going to get the best wrestlers from different places i'm going to make it national all that and that's the vince that everyone knows of mm-hmm. or at least i i feel yeah, yeah. i mean I've, I've, some people might frame it as he put a lot of people out of business Mm -hmm. but ultimately yeah that's the story depending on you you're either on you're either someone that's like yeah and he revolutionized pro wrestling or some people are on the other side like you put lots of people out of business and destroyed lots of families and lives so i you know it's but for the most part yeah it seems like that's you know that's a good description of what he he wound up doing so, you know, so in a way, to kind of put it in perspective, Vince had a humble, like, growing up beginning. He was never, like, a millionaire, you know, Silver Spoon, all that. Never right. had that. 
growing up. It wasn't until he met his dad, and then, you know, once he understood wrestling and all of that, that's when he really got into it. So, so that's kind of our background on Vince McMahon. Because if we talked about Vince McMahon's background, we would be here a while. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So, we go back to the school, and the wrestling coach finds out that the school board has fired him because of what the kids' wrestling shows are, you know, like, quote-unquote, doing and promoting, you know, like, oh, abortions and having violence and all that. And then uh, the principal also mentions, oh, and we also found gay porn on your phone, by the way. So, so this, in a way, kind of ruins the coach's life because this has been yes. his uh, entire adult life. But we will get back to him a little later because Cartman has a little meeting with Stan, Kyle, and Kenny. Mm-hmm. and talks about the big event with WWE, you know, with Vince McMahon coming. And he's like, you know, if we're going to make it, we're going to have to do it without Butters, Token, and Jimmy. They're kind of holding us back. To which, surprisingly, Stan agrees with him. Right. Because I didn't think he would, but he does. And they eventually decide to hold an audition for a new for a new act, and this is such a great part. I love this part. What the singer? Yes, because like they line them up as if it you know if it's for a Broadway show, and it's like, okay, number seventeen, here's your situation, and then number forty eight, here's your position, and then they get the third person, and he's like, all I ever wanted was to be a wrestler. I was a wrestling fan since I was four. I've watched it with my dad. I wanted to destroy The Undertaker. You know, and, and he's doing like this dialogue and it's, it's kind of... Well, it wasn't just dialogue, he's singing. Yeah, he's singing, yeah. <laughs> and it's really good. Like, it's kind of over the top. But I actually almost was ready for the, the kids to say, he might be too good. Right. <laughs> and like it's good they ha- can't have someone that looks too good with them. Mm-hmm. But no, they they accept him in as we'll find out. Yes. So we see the coach. You know he's crying, and he decides that he's going to take down the kids' organization. So it's the night of the show. And here's Vince in a limo. Typical Vince. Not not a long limo, but it's a limo. And then they're like, Vince McMahon is here. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I love that reaction. It, it's so Simpsons, but it's still like a great reaction. It's just one of those ridiculous yeah. reactions. So they get ready, they do the show. Um during the show. The wrestling coach, you know, he sneaks and he's like, gonna do this for wrestling. Gonna do this for wrestling. And he gets caught by a security guard. And how does he 
take the security guard down <laughs> with wrestling. And, and the officer is kind of enjoying it, which is kind of funny. So as that's going on, Vince is watching, and he has an assistant there. And the assistant is like, so, do you think these guys will make it? And Vince is like, they're good, but let's see how they do in the second act. And he has like the little opera glass, you know, like opera theater glasses. Right. <laughs> which, it, it's, it's, oh God, this episode. Oh, and you forgot to mention, I think this was the point where, again, I thought it was funny where, because it's just his backyard, I think. Yeah. Where he says, they say, oh, one of them, one of the kids is like, well, I'm glad you were able to, um, to do those new seating arrangements. Oh, yes. And, I'm, and all of a sudden the place is bigger. Now. Right. <laughs> so, so now we get to a point where the rad Russian and El Polo Loco are having a conversation, an argument, when the wrestling coach stands at the top of the seats and he has a rocket launcher mm -hmm. and he's aiming and he aims for the ring. So he shoots the rocket launcher and nothing happens. So then Kenny picks it up and the thing starts flying into the air and the rocket explodes and Kenny dies. And I believe we got an, Oh my God in Spanish. Like the whole, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Kenny, which was great. And then everything stops. And then the coach gets in the ring and he's pouring his heart out in, you know, into what has happened. Right. And how his life is ruined and everything. Yes. And it's so great because the people there don't realize that this is all real. And it's even to the point where it's like, they took his job. They took his job. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a big thing throughout. Cause that's what attracts them in the first place is mm -hmm. one of the kids characters says something of the effect that they took, someone took their job and they're like, what? They took their job. They took their job. <laughs> and then, he even talks about, and the coach even talks about how he had to fight. You know, he was homeless, and someone broke his jaw, and then they're like, "They broke his jaw, broke jaw," and he, you know, he he finishes his quote unquote promo, and the fans are loving it, and they throw flowers into the ring. And then Vince McMahon comes and he's like, that's some of the best I've wrestling I've ever seen in my life. How would you like to join us? We'll make you our top attraction. And the guy's like, really? Y really? Yes. We'll get you going right away. And then the boys see this and they're like, well, what about us? You know, what, what about us? And Vince is like, you guys are good, but he's better. So after they, you know, after Vince leaves, 
the kids start arguing in front of each other. And the people there are like, this isn't good. This is this is fake. So they yeah, because they're leave. they're tr- legit fighting each other. So right. they're legit fighting, and there's real drama, and the town people want none of that. Yes, they want back to the woman that is obsessed with abortions. Oh yeah, that's what Let, they want. Let's go back real quick before we wrap up this particular. Oh, review. definitely, because you forgot where yes. that guy comes back. Yes, and it turns out that he was. <laughs> the poor baby that lived. <laughs> the surviving oh my God. Person, pa- baby of an abortion. Yes. And then, I didn't know it was possible. But I know. <laughs> and then Carmen is like, you go back into the trash can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that is WTF. Mm. Oh, boy. All right. Now... Before we get into the the notes of the episode and stuff, what we do here is we talk about the episode, and ultimately, we give each episode a grade, with 1 being the lowest and 10 being the highest. And if it gets a 10, it gets a very special place in our Hall of Fame of episodes. Our, basically, it's... These are the episodes you must watch. So I kind of want your thoughts on this episode and what you would give it on a scale of one to ten. Okay, so overall, I like it, but I also feel like there's some missed opportunity of certain things in regards to the the wrestling side, Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, I I would have loved to see again, but it's it might be too insider. But I guess that's just me being right. a fan. That like I think it would have been really funny if they they had a quick scene of like after they you know after they got didn't want to do the wrestling school with the coach, they actually mm-hmm. find someone that really does like an independent pro wrestling school. Yeah, and they're like. Yeah, okay, and you can fight for me. And they're like, oh, what's what's, what's the pay? And they're like, oh, you just get a hot dog. Like, I think that is a little funny, like right. how independent wrestlers don't really, or back then certainly didn't hot get dog paid anything. Hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> hot dog and a handshake, right. And then the boys could have been pissed off at that, and that would have been what started their wrestling stuff mm-hmm. with by their by themselves. Um I don't just like certain things like that. I feel like just because again, you, overall it looks like it's definitely comes across as someone that has very little knowledge of actual wrestling, actual you know WWE or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I still over overall liked it. I'd probably give it somewhere between a six and a seven. Okay. I remember a few days after the episode aired, I got a text from a friend of mine, Holly. And this is like the second time in three weeks I've mentioned her on the show. Okay. And she texted me if I had seen this episode because she knew I was a fan. And I was like, yes, I've seen the episode. And she's like, well, what did you think of the episode? And, And I guess... 
I, I guess maybe she was thinking that I would have been offended when I actually told her that I actually enjoyed the episode because it's pretty much what they told the truth in a way with this episode. Um, and I, I haven't seen this episode in a long time. It's been, it's been a few years. Um, it's still a good episode. I think it's not as great as I thought it was after watching it this time around. Um, I think a seven is actually about the right score for me. Yeah, because I know what my favorite episodes of South Park are, and this definitely does not make that list. But I also am not putting it on the ones that I had never watched again or just completely forgot about either. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think if they had done maybe one more thing, and I'm not sure what it would have been, it would have gotten an eight. Mm-hmm. I think a seven's a fair score. You know, right. Um, we do have a couple of cultural references. Okay. From this episode. Well, what does that mean? Cultural references like, like stuff from like different shows, movies, songs. Okay. So one of the scenes we mentioned was the tryout. The tryout scene. That resembles scenes from the Broadway musical, a chorus line. Hmm. One of one of the people trying out sings a musical number about why he wants to be a wrestler, which parodies the song Nothing from a chorus line. Oh, interesting. Okay. I did not know that. Uh, they also include references to the musical Fame, which I kind of missed. The film Waiting for Guffman. Never heard of that. No, nope, me neither. And American Idol. Well, the yeah, the Idol thing is the the judges, yeah. and that's I I get that one sure. Yeah. So although you mm-hmm. can kind of say that for any of those kind of shows, oh The Voice gosh, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, if America's Got Talent, and mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars to a Dancing degree, with the Stars, also, yeah, yeah, that's a three judge thing, yeah, yeah, um. When it, with its original airing, which was October 21st, this episode was watched by 1.37 million households among viewers between 18 and 34. That's according to the Nielsen rating. Okay. Now, normally, or the last few weeks, it's ended up being either like the top watched or the second most watched either that night or that week. Well, this particular week it gets beat by three other... Well, actually, one show and two sporting events. Okay. It is. It finishes behind a Sons of Anarchy episode. Oh, this is a throwback. Which drew 1.43 million household viewers. 1.43 million. As well as Game 5 of the 2009 National League Championship Series. I was waiting for that one. Once I heard it was October, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, for, for those of you curious, it was between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Philadelphia Phillies. That, that got 1.56 million households. And 
an NFL game between the Denver Broncos and San Diego Chargers, which got three over three and a half million households. Okay. So, um, some reviews from the media. Uh, Ramsey Eisler of IGN said the pro wrestling parody was pretty spot on, but that the target was too easy. And the episode lacks a lot of the punchy kind of comedy that the show is usually known for. Nevertheless, Eisler said the writing was clever and had funny moments, such as Kenny's El Polo Loco character in the scene where the gym teacher tries to take down a security guard with a traditional wrestling move. Mm-hmm. Josh Modell of the AV Club gave this a C plus and called it one of those two common South Park episodes that could have been cut in half. Modell said the true-to-life way the boys formed their wrestling company was great and that the parody of pro wrestling was on target, but also said they have been told a million times before they're not really jokes at this point. Okay. Carlos... It's, it's very true that mm-hmm. pro wrestling is like a pretty easy punching bag for people. It, 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 and, it, and it still amazes me today. I mean, like, you know, everyone says to me, like, oh, and I'm, I'm just getting on my soapbox here for a second. Go but ahead. Everyone says, like, like, oh, yeah, wrestling's um, way more accepted now than it ever has been before. And I don't know if I'd agree with that. All you have to do is look at the latest, like, you know, the two big promotions out of this recording mm-hmm. are WWE and all elite wrestling. Right. And if you look under them, under the sports categories, like, like if let's say like the WWE, I believe has a, um, a good relationship with, um, uh, what is it? Not bleacher report, uh, ESPN, whatever. So yeah. like if they're on ESPN, look at the comments. Yeah. The comments are all like, what's this fake shit doing here? Did anyone sell people that wrestling's fake? Like, there actually has not been that much evolved with that talk that's probably been around since, God, it's probably about the 70s or the 80s. Yeah, that's pretty true. Um, So, yes, it is one of the easiest punching bags, I think. Mm-hmm. And I definitely agree with the person that said that. So, like, it's, you know, I'm just saying I kind of agree in, in regards to that. If, and I'll say this real quick, if you're going to make like a, a list of easy punching bag topics, wrestling is up there with politics and religion. It's right up there as far as punching right. bags go. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a few other things. I just can't really think of anything at the moment. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, it's just that it's, it's, it's interesting because and again, to me, it's actually, I, I think probably like in the past, like when I was a much, much, much younger, mm-hmm. I would I would be like, oh, no, I'm going to you know defend everything wrestling does. It's just like a regular TV show, which it is. Yeah, it is. But I almost think it's more funny and delusional of people saying stuff like, don't you know that wrestling's fake? Like, no. I thought it was real the entire time when, when, when the, when such and such happens and all of a sudden, like I don't think of any examples, but 
I almost think that's the funny part now is that people out there think that people watching don't know yeah. at this point. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I anyway, totally get ahead. you. Off my soapbox. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, Carlos Delgado of If Magazine also gave this episode a C+, saying pro wrestling seems like a topic South Park should have mocked long ago. That I agree with. Yeah, that's a great point. That probably should have been in the Attitude Era, actually. Because they, they would have had plenty of things, like how Stone Cold Steve Austin was crucified. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's a symbol. Because, like, this... Across. Like, this episode was in 2009. At best, this should have been done, like, ten years before this episode yes. actually aired. Right. Um, Delgado said the best scenes were the first moments of the Boys Wrestling League, but that the novelty of the idea starts to fade and the developments become too outrageous. Mm-hmm. McLean's writer, Jamie Weinman, criticized the episode and said pro wrestling was not exactly a timely target. All right, so that's two people. That's true. It's very true. Now, not all. I, I feel like I probably thought that when this came out, I'm like, oh, you guys are doing this a bit late. Maybe you're about about five to seven years. You might have been in a better position, or seven mm-hmm. or nine years actually. Yeah. Now, Mary Elizabeth Williams of Salon.com. I okay, that's the first time I've ever heard of this website. Ooh, Salon.com. Salon.com. So that's where you can get your hair and and review TV shows. Yes. <laughs> okay called the show perennially perennially offensive and still shockingly funny and particularly praised Cardman's wrestling character Bad Irene who professes a love and addiction to abortions. <laughs> Williams called it a reminder that the heated debate over choice frequently serves as America's prime time entertainment. Oh, there it's okay. So it's more... I, Sounds like more of a political review. Yeah, I I agree there. All right. Uh, Let's go to IMDb. Let's see what people there thought of this episode. I mean, so far, I'm getting the gist of people are kind of agreeing with us. It's like in the middle. It's not one of the best South Park episodes ever, but no one seems to be really like trashing it and saying like it's the worst South Park episode they've ever seen. So, of over 2,000 IMDb users, the average rating for this episode is an 8.3 out of 10. Okay. It's a little higher than what I thought. Okay. Uh, 627 people gave it an 8. 508 gave it a 10. 496 gave it a 9. 269 people gave it a 7. That's pretty much the grade we both agreed on. Mm Mm-hmm. 38 people gave this episode a 1. Okay. Uh, As far as demographics, the average rating for a male was an 8.2, with its highest demographic being under 18, the average rating an 8.7. Meanwhile, with females, the average rating is an 8.4, with its highest demographic being 45 and over, with an average rating of an 8.5. Okay. So the females liked this a little bit more than the men did. That's surprising to me. That's very surprising. 
Now, here's what's also surprising, Jim, because usually I will read some of the user reviews. Sure. There's only two for this episode. Wow, okay. So no one has written a review since October 24th, 2009. So... I will get on it. You gotta write a review now. Yeah, I know, right? That's what you should do. Every every episode you do, you do a live review writing. Maybe I'll start that in season 13. It'll be like your stamp of, like, I did this show. Alright, so I'll read this first review. It's from Gangsta Hippie. Oh, boy. Who wrote, WTF is the latest episode of South Park. The episode spoofs wrestling, specifically the WWE. Now, it's a bit late to be spoofing this. I used to actually be a big fan of wrestling. Back in the 1990s, even the early 2000s, it was awesome. That was the era when most people liked it. However, I just stopped liking it after a while, and so did most of my peers. The episode is about the boys watching WWE Raw Live in South Park. Afterwards, they decide to take up wrestling lessons in school. However, they find that the actual wrestling is pretty gay. So they start up their own version like the WWE where they write entertaining scripts and fight just like in the WWE. A lot of the jokes in this episode will appeal to people who have at least seen a few episodes of WWE. There are some very hilarious moments and overall I enjoyed the episode greatly. Okay. Alright. The other review is from Rain Dog Jr. who wrote... It was Rain Dog Sr. Oh, uh, I, I think he's in the doghouse. Okay. <laughs> WTF, the latest season 13 episode, is South Park's fair and sometimes hilarious take on the WWE. I'm not really a fan of pro wrestling, but I had a fun time the couple, couple of times I attended a show live. One of those times was a WWE show here in Mexico City. However... I don't have a favorite wrestler. The main issue here is the obvious. Pro wrestling is fake. It's more like a soap opera than real wrestling. But the point is to think about the fans of the WWE. Here all begins when the South Park boys attend a WWE show in Denver. A show with professional wrestlers John Cena and Edge in which John Cena confessed that he slept with Edge's girlfriend and blah blah. You took my girl and... You took my job! (laughs) So, we have sort of different type of fans. The boys are fans, and the day after the WWE show, we have them joining the wrestling class at their school seeking for the cool names. No more Eric Cartman. No more Butterscotch. It is time for the Russian Rad. For Triceratops. And stuff. However, as soon as finding that with their wrestling teacher, there's no exciting wrestling... The teacher of real wrestling is for the boys just like a damn child molester as soon as the wrestling takedown federation is born. The change is that now the boys will perform. It all begins just as a game but soon they will have fans, the hardcore type of fans of wrestling. And certainly why not since the wrestling takedown federation offers to the audience a much more extreme and exciting type of wrestling than the one that the WWE offers. Of course, by extreme and exciting, I'm not referring to the actual wrestling, but to the type of script. Much more drama, much more depressing stuff. After all, if you're seeking for a good wrestler, you must only care on how good he is for acting. 
WTF is at times as extremely hilarious as the very best episodes of this, the 13th season. It deals with the redneck fans, and the jokes with them are simply hilarious. Loved pretty much all the bits. That kid was a name? Incredible. But especially that scene at the bar with one of the rednecks arguing with and even being offended by the wrestling coach. And the references to the show itself are great with the always hilarious, They took her jobs! <laughs> the ending is also great. Sure, they took his job, but now he will be a wrestling star. And with the death of the Mexican wrestler, Polo Loco, causing a reaction like the one that Kenny's death always caused, but this time in Spanish. As a curious fact, in Spanish, the classic line of Kyle after Kenny dies is not bastardos, but hijos de puta, which means son of a bitch. Great episode. <laughs> All right, so those are the the only two reviews. The only two reviews, and we learned what you say instead of bastard. Right. You say hijo de puta. All right. Uh, well, that's gonna do it. But before I plug myself or stuff, Jim, how about you plug your stuff, social media, and podcasts? Sure. It's that's podcasting the website. That's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Obviously, you uh, are learning about mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts. That season's currently going on, season two. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Thanks for having me on to talk South Park. And, uh, yeah, listen to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts to hear both me and Bill. Yep. And Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts is a complete 180 from this show. It is family-friendly. Mm -hmm. uh, you can follow this show on twitter at sharks pond 97 you can join the facebook group sharks pond a south park podcast you type that in the search bar and you're right there if you can't find it it's okay i put the link in the description of each and every episode next time around we hit the week of halloween and unfortunately we unfortunately we don't have a halloween episode this year rats but the next episode is about Killing whales and dolphins because it's whale whores. That is next time on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>